When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back in, folks. Good to have your company. Got another couple of hours to go, and very shortly we're going to be talking some boxing. Jack Massey, who's amassed a the record of 20 wins, two losses, one of those to Joe Parker. He's a cruiserweight. He's never really held much of a title. And if you look back at um, guys he's beaten, you probably wouldn't recognise him. And he took on a top 10 heavyweight in the world, and he's actually tweeted out, uh, there was no loss for me. Yesterday, uh, what does he say? There was no loss last night, only a win going toe to toe with the top 10 in the world heavyweight, raising my stock massively. Big thank you to my fans and sponsors. So, I guess if you're a Jack Massey fan, you'd probably finish that night saying, Well done, young man. If you're a Joseph Parker fan and follower, as we all are over here, left a little bit head scratchy. So, I wanted to get the great man Pat McKendry on, of course, Pat Senior Sports Reporter for One News Digital. On that Joe Parker fight yesterday, free to air, which was a big tick. Pat, uh, welcome in and Happy New Year to you. G'day, Steffi. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Happy New Year to you too, mate. A little disappointing was sort of, if I had to put it into a very brief sentence, I was disappointed. Yeah, uh, disappointing and probably a bit frustrating. And I think uh, I think that's the way that Parker and his camp probably viewed it as well. Um uh, in hindsight, probably a, a bit of a, a lose-lose scenario. This fight against a cruiserweight and Jack Massey, who who's you know clearly technically pretty good, pretty durable, resilient, but he hasn't really reached any great heights. Um, I think he's been a British cruiserweight title challenger, um, and that's that's the extent of it. Uh, he put up a pretty good fight against Joe Parker, but Parker being 14 kilos heavier. With his experience and the fact that uh, obviously he's been a, a world heavyweight champion, uh, we probably expected Joe to do a bit better than he did. Um, so I, I think they'll be frustrated. And a few of the sort of the comments that came out straight after that fight suggested they were frustrated too. I thought it was quite telling that Andy Lee, when they just said, "What what happens now? What changes now?" and he said, "Everything. Um, head work, footwork, speed, pace. It's everything." And and I opened the show today, Pat, just saying, "I don't know if we're ever going to see the best Joe Parker," and I don't quite know why because sometimes he's got fantastic body shots, he's got a fantastic yeah. jab, he's had good power, and then but not good footwork, not good head movement. Then that comes in, but something else goes. Um, That's right. We just haven't seen the complete Joe Parker. Maybe we did. Maybe we saw it 
2016 when he beat Andrew Ruiz Jr. in Auckland for the for the WBO World Heavyweight Title. Maybe that was as good as it gets. Mm. Um, I, I'm increasingly suspecting that is so. Um, you know, in hindsight, that, that fight against Ruiz that, that was perfectly set up for Joe. Uh, he's 24 years old. He had that, you know, that electric hand speed and that and that jab, which was among the best in the world for a heavyweight. Mm. Um, against Ruiz, who had a, had a really good jab himself, um, you know, perhaps even slightly quicker than Joe. But it, it was it was perfectly set up for him um, on home soil. Uh, obviously, it went the distance, and Joe got a close decision there. But I, I don't think we have seen anything like that performance since. He's been uh, good at times. But uh, not so great at times, and you have to say that uh, you know he won on decision against uh, Massey uh, yesterday, but um, he wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't a great performance. He'll admit it, and he said himself he wanted a knockout. He, he wanted to look good, uh, knocking this guy out to to raise his stocks again, um, and, and a re- what was for him a rebuilding fight, but he didn't do it. So at 31, you have to say he, he's, you know, he's clearly a lot nearer the end of his career than the start of it. Um, and I think uh, those of us who have followed Joe's career closely over the years um, have to prepare for a few more ups and downs to come, I think, and probably a few more downs than ups. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that he wasn't even the undercard, you know, the direct undercard to the main fight. He, he was the third to last fight, which is probably um, crudely uh, where he is in his career at the moment as a draw card. And he needed to put that guy away in three or four rounds to, to raise his stocks. He still ranks 10th. Uh, heavyweight in the Ring Magazine or Boxing Rec, I think it is. Um, so he's still there or thereabouts. But. <sighs> What's the upside to anyone fighting him now? Well, for me, um, what was disappointing for me, uh, having known Joe for for over a decade now, is that he he won a lot of new fans in, in that fight against Joe Joyce in mm. Manchester in September. It was a it was a in the end a pretty brutal beatdown for Joe. You know, obviously, stopped in the eleventh round, but he he performed pretty well in that fight. He he didn't hurt Joe Joyce, but he hit him with a lot of good shots and pretty powerful shots that would have hurt other guys. Uh, the performance, it was brave. He was hurt. He was down. And in the end, um, the, the referee stopped it. But he, the attitude that he had in, that, in the ring that day and his attitude, probably just as importantly afterwards, um, no excuses, uh, the better, way, better man one of the night, um, they won him a lot of new fans. This, this performance against Jack Massey um, reasonably good start, but lethargic, patchy, a bit passive. We've seen that before with Joe. You know, he, he connects occasionally with some really good, powerful punches, but he doesn't follow them up, um, and and he lets the guy off the hook. And and afterwards, I thought, you know, clearly frustrated, disappointed. It was just a bit negative. And you know, here Andy Lee is trying to say that uh, the referee was a big part to play in that performance um, because Matthew was holding on too much. I, I, I thought. It was that he probably let himself down a little bit there because the referee took a point off Massey for holding. I'm not sure what else he could have done. Uh, really, I, I think Joe, it was um, you know the, the performance um, that they should look inwards after that performance rather than outwards. And uh, yeah, I guess that was the main disappointing thing for me. I sense frustration from Andy Lee after the fight, 
and I, it's made me wonder: is his spot safe in the Andy Lee stable in the Tyson Fury stable? And they're, they're almost like brothers now, um, Tyson Fury and Joe Parker. And, a, and an astute listener text and saying, "I'm wondering." If not being the top dog, I'm paraphrasing, top dog in the stable because Tyson Fury is that, whether that's hurting Joseph and whether he's still as hungry. I think he's hungry. Um, You can only go on really his body language and what he says um, looking in from the outside. And he wants to... He he wants the big fights. He wants the, the biggest fights he can get. He wants rematches against potentially Ruiz, Dillian White... Joe Joyce. Um, I think the, the bigger question is: Has he still got what it takes as an elite heavyweight to really challenge the best? And, and I've got to say, I'm not sure if he has. Purely on his past performances, I, there's always been questions about his power. Um, way way back in the days um, when when Kevin Barry was coaching him and. and I don't think um, he has the, the the top power levels to really seriously hurt or trouble the, the, the elite heavyweights in the division now. Um, you know, and I, I think his trademark used to be his hand speed, as I mentioned before, and, and his ability to put combinations together to really unlock his opponent's defences. But he doesn't even seem to punch in combinations anymore. So I, I'm, I'm really... Not, Really not sure what's what's happened to his game plan or whether he's sort of getting mixed signals or what. But I still think the hunger's there. I, I still think the drive's there, and he wants to, to, to finish out his career in the best way possible. But um, I, I, I do think that he's in a, he's in a bit of a decline now, and it would surprise me uh, to see if if he could if he did beat another sort of uh, a top five guy in the world now in that division. Could we start asking the question that maybe he's difficult to coach? Um, because I know the desire is there. And as you say, he he's brave. He'll take anyone on. If they, if they told him Dante Wilder, if they told him maybe not Tyson Fury, yeah. but Anthony and these big Shizoras and Dillian Whites and Joe Joyce, again, he'd just go, yes, 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 yes. But he's got he's had very astute coaches. Um, Andy Lee gets the absolute best out of the rest of the stable. So I'm just wondering, and, and I'm not criticising Joseph, but... Um, just taking on board and then executing what game plans are because nothing seemed to be changing through that whole fight. I oh, know. And, and the other thing is, I'm not sure, to, to answer your question, I'm not sure if he's difficult to coach or not. Maybe in the heat of battle, some messages get lost for Joe. I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, to hear um, Andy Lee say that the guy was, Jack Massey, his opponent, was, was negative... I'm not sure what, what really they expected mm. uh, against the cruiserweight coming up against the top 10 heavyweight, a former world champion. Did they expect him to come into the ring and start swinging? Um, that would have been madness. So he, he was always going to be quite hard to pick apart. And he, he was always going to fight on the back foot and quite defensively, at least initially. And that's exactly what happened. But the, the issue with me is that they didn't seem to have a game plan to pick that apart, that defensive part. You know, Joe looked pretty good at times when he backed him up on the ropes and really loaded up on their right hand. Um, but it was, they just one-offs, weren't they? Uh, he, he scored with a couple of good right uppercuts uh, around the middle of the fight. But again, uh, one-offs. And he, he didn't go in for the kill when perhaps he, he may have. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 
you know, to reiterate, I'm not sure if he's difficult to coach. Uh, sometimes I do wonder about the sort of the game plan that he's that he comes up with, with his team. Maybe that's not good enough. I'm not. I'm not sure. But uh, clearly, clearly there are issues there that he that he hasn't, um, you know, he hasn't completely sorted yet. Can we just before we go talk about that last fight? That Eubank Junior fight was unreal. It saved the broadcast for me. <laughs> Do you know what? I didn't even see it. Oh. <laughs> at that point, at that point, I switched over to the sevens, and because uh, I was working on, I was working yesterday, I had to, I had to cover off the, uh, the sevens in Hamilton, so I didn't, I haven't recorded. I haven't watched it yet, but uh, you know that that was uh, just, just sort of looking at a, a few replays and, and some commentary around it. A clearly, a stunning knockout and a bit of a surprise. And uh, yeah, it was great for the card. It probably needed something like that, didn't it? You know, especially after after Joe, you know, Harold as a bit of a crowd pleaser coming into the ring uh, and he's going to do well against Massey. He uh, didn't quite deliver. Yeah. So what next for Joe Parker? Uh, like, uh, as I say, he, and you say, um, he'll say yes to anyone. Um, he's probably, in his own mind, wants to have one more crack at a title somewhere along the way. Can they entice someone reasonable to fight him, or is, is he up against it now? Um, as I wrote today for the, on, on the One News um, website, um, there's probably more questions than answers, and it's all it's speculation, really. What 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 is for certain is that he wants to fight at least two more times this year. Um, he wants to. He's 31 now. He wants to keep fighting um, until well. He wants to hang up the gloves before he's 35. Um, he'd dearly love another title shot. Uh, will he get one? I doubt it. Um, you know, I, I think he, he he said himself he needed to have a, a spectacular knockout. Uh, in order to, to, to boost his stocks again. He didn't get it. Um, and so he, he, he's uh, in danger of losing his pulling power. Uh, and, and, you know, as we know, professional boxing is all about entertainment. Uh, and so, yeah, he's in a bit of a funny place at the moment. Um, and there's going to be, um, I wouldn't say pressure, but it's probably not going to be that easy for his promoter uh, in the UK to, to attract big names, or perhaps it will be, you know, perhaps some some guys will think Joe's not really a huge threat anymore, maybe it will be a, a good sort of a build-up fight for myself, and so um, yeah, as, as, I, as I say, no no clear answers, um, but um, it's a disappointing weekend for Joe, no doubt about that, and a frustrating one too, so, you know, for his sake, I hope he bounces back and gets another good couple of fights this year, mm. uh, and we'll just have to wait and see. Brilliant, Pat. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Always good to chat. No worries, Steffi. Pleasure. Cheers, mate. Pat McKendry there, senior sports writer for One News Digital. The one thing about Joseph Parker now and opponents-wise, it's been a bugbear my whole life how not like the UFC, in boxing you never see the matchups you want to see. They dodge each other for ages, which is why Fury's fought Wilder 20 times because... They can't get Joshua and Fury in the ring together. There's these fights you want Mayweather-Pacquiao. What did that take? A decade past their best. So if all these heavyweights just keep dodging each other, remember they all fought people like Derek Chisora. They all fought people like um, Carlos Takam. 
all those sorts, Brian Mintos and Franz Borter and all those sorts of guys, there's fights out there for Joe. And if people keep dodging because they can't come up to an agreement, their fighters have to stay reasonably active. Like a heavyweight has to fight once a year, preferably twice. Um, and if they're dodging each other because they're all money hungry and they can't come to an agreement, potentially Joe, because he will say yes to anyone, he could get a big name fighter. He could get a a Joshua again, a Ruiz again, a Dante Wilder. I don't think he'll ever fight Tyson Fury. Um, so maybe he becomes, what did they call Dan Hooker, the gatekeeper? If you want a shot at the title, you've got to get through me. And that opened up opportunities for Dan Hooker, who was, whose rankings had dropped to sort of 12 in the UFC, and guys who were five and wanted to have a crack at the top and couldn't get anyone else to fight them because it was too much of a threat. They fight a lower down guy and get another win and move up their rankings. Joe could become that guy. And remember, um, was it Alex Leopold from memory was he was one of those who was just given a crack and he won. Um, Joe could get a crack against the world champion in a world title fight because he's not seen as a bigger threat and then he can go clock. Anyway, what are your thoughts on Joseph Parker? We'll, we'll take a break, but I'm really keen to get your thoughts on what you thought of the fight and a bit of a where to from here strategically. Does he change camps again? Does he go back to Kevin Barry? Does he stay with Andy Lee? Does he move from Andy Lee? What would you like to see, boxing fans, sports fans, with Joseph Parker in the near future? 0800 150 811. Keen to hear your thoughts.